0: Hey guys, welcome back to Missing Out Mondays, where we tell you what we're into. Start your week off right. I'm Tari J. I'm Lex Michael. Lex Michael, what is it that you, an individual human being, are into this week?
1: I'm actually uh, an autonomous collective.
0: Oh. I'll have you know. Okay. Not an individual. I I know. I'm, I'm many individuals. That's true. You're like Hive just like
1: that. I'm like the dude in um in Metal Gear Solid 3 who is all bees. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm the I'm the bee guy. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bees, I believe the character is called <laughs> Mr. Uh, and he's and his catchphrase is I'm Mr. Bees. Mhm. Yep. Yep. Break truly the breakout Everyone's character, of favorite that, character of that franchise. Um <laughs> Bees. Uh so what am I into this week? I so Last week, I believe you mentioned you were into season three of Daredevil. Yeah. Still haven't watched it. What okay. I have been watching is season two of Iron Fist, which I watched, honestly, morbid curiosity, I would say. And it was just canceled after its th- this most recent second season. Yeah. Wanted to check it out anyway. Maybe it's just like a, the completionist thing. I'm like, all right, well, the show's ending and I've seen all of this Marvel Netflix stuff. So I might as well just kind of plow through it. Uh. I had heard that it was an improvement over season one. I wasn't prepared for how much better than season one it is in every conceivable way. Oh. And I'm not going like, oh my God, this is the best Marvel Netflix season or the best season of television I've seen this year, whatever. Like, no, but it's markedly better in every single way. For starters, the the show seems to understand what the character of Danny Rand is this time, yeah, did you see season one? Oh yeah, how you know, and I don't necessarily blame Finn Jones. I think he was given almost no prep time for this yeah. show, and I think some of that's reflected in the fights. I don't blame him for the lack of impressive fight sequences in that first season. I really think he was not given ample time to train and prep for those sequences, yeah um, but as a result, Danny Rand felt very disconnected from everything felt very bratty it felt it felt very much like the show didn't quite know what the character was at any given moment yeah they know now what the character is and it seems like they kind of starting with defenders and then very much in this second season they're kind of taking those lessons and really running with them and maximizing their utility so now that you have your kind of your center your anchor and it's like all right well maybe he is kind of a you know not not great at being the iron fist maybe he is a little bit useless sometimes maybe he's not always the smartest whatever yeah um then you can start to really uh maximize the dynamics of everybody around him like colleen is so much more compelling this season than she was last season i actually kind of care about the meachums now mm-hmm. I because d- like all they all they did in the first season was sit around talking about danny and they didn't really seem to have much agency like their father was kind of pulling all the strings yeah and they were just sort of pawns but we spent a lot of time with them and it felt to me like a lot of wasted time yeah i they actually have storylines here that i care about they feel like realized characters with agency with wants um there's more misty night this nice. I mean, yeah like misty's great and her and colleen together doing the daughters of the dragon thing is great um it's it's good enough that I've got I'm on episode eight now. So including the one I'm on, I've got three left. Uh okay. it's better enough that I'm a little bummed it got canceled. Mm. I'm actually I actually am. Like I'll actually I will I will plant my flag there. I I kind of would have liked to see it get one more season. In a world where it wasn't pretty clear, Disney was just waiting for these things to all lapse so they can put everything onto their own streaming service that's coming. Yeah. Yeah, I think. They, they built on what was there and sort of spun it into something newer and more effective to such an extent that I would like to have seen where they would have taken it. Now, gotcha. I don't know where the season ends. Maybe the season ends in a way that's fairly conclusive or conclusive enough. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen more of what they're doing in season two. Also, Alice Eve is great as, uh, I guess, like their version of Typhoid Mary. Mm-hmm. Um, all of it is like working real well. For me, like better than any season of Marvel Netflix has
0: maybe since season two of Daredevil. Yeah. This was a minute ago. Okay. Interesting, because I was on the fence about checking it out um, because I was just so sour on the first season. Um, And like, I know that he is better in Defenders. And I know that like, he was, he wasn't too bad in Luke Cage season two. That's right. He does show up for an episode. Yeah. Um. But I wasn't sure if I could deal with like a whole season, uh, a whole another season of Danny Rand, like because my main my main thing was I think that like if anything would have improved the show, they just should have had him be a younger person. That way, like like right, like yeah. he's a
1: he's a grown ass dude who it, it he's been separated from like American culture certainly, but it's not like he didn't grow up. If anything, in K'un Lun, you'd think he grew up harder, right. And, it, yeah, he reads like he's 11, 12 years old sometimes. Right.
0: And I think that that would have been cool. That would have been great because we've been following all these all these heroes in the Defenders that are, like, 30. They're all, like, in their uh, th- lower to upper 30s, depending on which one you're talking about. Um, so it would have been cool having, like, someone who's basically a kid add to the dynamic. So that's, I mean, but I can't let what I want influence how I feel. Well, like, did you see did you watch defenders
1: yes i did okay so like defenders i feel like they kind of got it a little bit closer to what if you're if you're casting somebody who's not a little kid kind of a little bit closer to what you need yeah which is okay he doesn't read like as a kid necessarily it's just we're aware now he's just kind of a perspectiveless idiot sometimes yeah and i think season two runs with that and and honestly makes him a lot more likable than i've seen him not again he's not my favorite marvel netflix character yeah but i think this is the far far better version certainly than existed in the first season
0: yeah um okay cool um you mentioned daredevil season three and this is not a spoiler but in episode five there's a here's, really... but here's
1: a really specific thing and i'll even give you the episode number
0: <laughs> no 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 there's just a really cool sequence in episode five that i really liked um will I know it when I see it. Oh you're you're going to know it. You're going to be like fuck. All right. It's so cool. Um but that's not my thing. Um I just had to mention it cuz it's so cool and I'm almost I'm, I'm, I'm it's it's so cool. Um but uh the thing I'm into this week is there's a podcast called Writing Excuses. Uh and it is usually about three or four people um and they all are writers either they write books or they write uh graphic novels, and they essentially, like, pick a topic each week, and they will talk about their different approaches to that specific thing. So, like, sometimes it'll be how they approach villains, sometimes it'll be how they approach flaws, like, in terms of their heroes, or their their villains, or, or just in terms of, like, their world building. Sometimes they'll talk about um, what makes, like, an interesting story, or, like, how much world-building is too much world-building like they'll just basically pick a general topic and talk about how they as individuals approach it and I think it's really cool to kind of get that perspective especially from uh, an assortment of people writing in different mediums Um, and it's it's a 15-minute investment for each episode uh, and it's just fascinating so I've been blowing through it it's um, they have like I think nine seasons now um, of just a bunch of 15-minute episodes, uh, and it's fascinating. So I think that you guys should check it out. It's called uh, Writing Excuses, uh, and I, I can even include a, a link in the description. Throw a
1: little link, make it oh, make it easy. Hell the sweet, yeah. sweet convenience that the listeners so crave. Yeah, sweet, bro. Sweet
0: convenience. So subscribe to that shit, especially like if you yourself are a writer, it's 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 can sometimes be uh, daunting to know how to approach something, especially if it's outside of your wheelhouse. So like getting these other perspectives on like, oh, well, like if it's something that I'm writing, like, let's say it's like a an action sequence, then like sometimes getting getting kind of a a. Uh, an outside perspective of how to even just start that process, I feel like is really, like, invaluable. Yeah. Like, it's just so cool. Because, um, like, especially if you're, if you don't have a lot of writer friends and, like, where are you going to get that information? Like, you could, you could scour a bunch of different blogs. Or you can scour a bunch of different things. Or you can go on forums. But it's nothing like having a group of writers sit together and share their knowledge with you or, or the world. So, it's dope. Cool. Yeah. Um, Guys, what are you into this week? Uh, Let us know on our Twitter, which is Missing Outcast. That's M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Or you could also call the Missing Out hotline, which is 978-MISS-OUT. That number again is 978-MISS-OUT. And leave your name. Leave what you're into Leave us if you have thoughts about things that we've talked about before. You can also leave that there as well. And we will include it on this Missing Out Mondays segment. Uh, So please do that uh, if you uh, have some extra time. Let's say you have an extra 30 seconds to a minute of free time. Um, You can also go on any of the platforms that you use to listen to this podcast. And leave us a rating or review. Uh, Let us know what you think about the show. Let other people know what you think. Because, again, the best form of advertising is word of mouth. Uh, so if you could do that, that would mean the world to us. It'll help us get higher in the ratings, help people discover us on like iTunes and Google Play Store and all those places, and help us keep growing as a podcast, which we love to do. We, love, mostly, we love growing. We do. We're going to grow
1: and assimilate everything in our path till there's nothing but missing out. Oh, yeah. Nothing but missing out, Cass. Mm-hmm.
0: M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. Tea. We will be missing out on nothing as everything will be inside of us. That's that's the so, end game. Yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, and speaking of missing out, uh, make sure to hit us up tomorrow where we will be talking about the Manhattan Projects, a graphic novel from Image Comics uh, from writer Jonathan Hickman, artist Nick uh, Pitata um i hope i pronounced that right but uh it's gonna be a fun discussion make sure to check us out and if you have a chance uh get a copy in advance and take take a take a read it's on comiXology and amazon that's it that was the end of that statement lex michael hi hi um tell the good people goodbye Goodbye. Uh, I'm, I'm,
1: did we do social media? No, do it now. I like, it's been a, it's <laughs> been a journey. It's been quite a journey to arrive at this moment. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all over social media, all over. That's not, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. I say I'm all over social media, but I'm really only ever those two places.
0: I mean, those are the ones that count. <clears throat> I'm on, uh, I'm on those at the Lex Michael. Awesome. And you can find me at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. And again, you can hit us up anytime at Missing Outcast. That's M-I-S-S-I-N-G-O-U-T-C-A-S-T. And we will see you tomorrow, guys. Hopefully, uh, in good spirits. I don't know why we wouldn't be, but that flows. I don't
1: know, man. It's <laughs> tough out there. It's true. It's hard out there for a pill. Uh, Bye. Hustle and flow. <laughs> Three, six Mafia's Academy Award. <laughs> 36 Mafia has more Academy Awards than you do.
0: Unless you are the makeup um, artist from Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad.
1: Then 36 Mafia has the same number of Oscars that you do. <laughs> You're in that sweet, sweet one timer's club. <laughs> I think you get a jacket. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, bye. All right, stop this. Make it end.